All right, everybody, we back with another episode of the Cappuccino Brothers. Uh, like always, it's your boy DJ Contact and the homeboy Jank One. Uh, what's been going on with you the past couple weeks, man? It's been a, a minute. It's been a lot of shit that's come out. There's a lot of shit that's going on. So, you know, just talk about a little bit of everything. Yes. <laughs> Mostly TV, but. Yeah, yes. there's a lot of TV shit that's been going on. I just got done. Uh, you haven't seen Bad Boys yet, have you? I watched Bad Boys last night. Uh, shout out to $5 Tuesday at Marcus Theater. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to spend that good $5 when I, when I, when I feel like it, when I want to see something and shit. Right. I love that it applies to new movies, too, and not just like shit that's right. been out. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they, could, they could do that. Be like, uh, yeah. no, only yeah, the, old movies. Yeah, now they could just say not, not the new releases and shit, though. but it's everything. So that's pretty dope that they do that. But, you know, the shitty part. It's like Tuesday. This should be packed. packed. Yeah. That's why I don't go. That's literally the only reason. I, like I just pay the extra ten dollars. Yeah, yeah. To just have my like sit by nobody. Yeah, I went to the four thirty show. I was gonna go Monday, but I was like, fuck it. I just spend a good five. I'm off <laughs> and shit, so I just go spend a good five dollars and went. And uh, I went at four thirty. It was still packed. Yeah, it was wow. still packed out there. It was packed. I was like, damn, you motherfuckers don't work. Exactly. <laughs> Y'all don't have jobs? How the fuck y'all here at 4.30 and shit? I remember I used to have, like, spare time on, like, uh, what day? I used to have, like, Thursdays off a lot, a way back. Mm-hmm. So I used to go to, like, this, the, they had an early show at uh, the Mayfair Theater. You could go to, like, they had, like, 10 o'clock shows, 10 a.m., okay. 11 o'clock. Okay. So you'd be like, go get a movie in before, like, I got to do any other shit. And there would be people, like, plenty of people there, like, on a Thursday at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, like what the fuck do y'all do? Y'all could just be here. I know everybody ain't got the same schedule as I got. There's, here. like, 30 other, like, married dudes just <laughs> sitting in a sci-fi movie watching this shit. Like, on a, Trying to get away from their wives and shit. Right. Everybody got the same idea. <laughs> oh, I got Thursday off. Uh-huh. I'll just go see it Thursday. Uh-huh. You know. I hate that, uh... I, well, I love the Marcus Theaters now and shit. I love that, you know, they renovated everything. It's shitty yeah. that you have to go. I had to go all the way out to fucking Majestic, man. That's like the closest theater to me. Yep. It's Majestic, and that's like a 34. It took me like 40 minutes to get out there because, you know, 430, it's like rush hour and shit. Oh, so I had to damn near take the streets all the way the fuck out there, man. That's all the way out to fucking Brookfield. That's see, a long-ass drive. See, I'm like right at the falls, so I got yeah, so you good. that one. But I guess that one... um. What's the one on the South Side by Southridge? Uh, the, it's shit. like a Cineplex or some shit. Yeah, like that. they just opened that one. Yeah, that one's supposed to be the shit. Yeah, I heard a movie tavern is good too. That yeah. one just opened at, at Brookfield Square. Yeah, yeah, I want to go to that too. I should have went there. Yeah, I think they. I think that's part of Marcus. I think that's part. I think yeah, I think sure. like Marcus is kind of running all the big theaters. Yeah, you know, I like, think that's, that's part of Marcus. I think AMC. The only AMC is Mayfair. Uh, Mayfair. Yep. Yeah, I think they. That's the they only AMC to, like, theater. They need around. to uh, upgrade those seats because yeah. they got to be losing business because those seats. Because once you sit in like losing. a Marcus seat and then you go back to Mayfair, it's like Fuck nah. That. Yeah, I haven't that been to Mayfair. Mad uncomfortable. Yeah. I haven't been to Mayfair for a movie in a long time. I think since we went. We went to the... Oh, yeah, the... Uh, Get Out Get shit. Out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it was Us. Us, yeah. Yeah, you went to see Us. That was that was dope. Yeah, it was it's cool. just weird sitting in regular seats. Yeah, like, yeah, it was not No, like, space quality. between, you know, like, yeah. old, old school, but... Yeah, it was no... The quality is not the same for the AMC. No, at, at least not the AMC at Mayfair, so I'd be like, fuck that. I ain't going <laughs> I don't go there at all. They either need to lower those prices or <laughs> get some new seats. Yeah, I take the drive all the way out to fucking Brookfield to, to yeah. go there instead of going to the Mayfair. Fuck that, man. <laughs> um, yeah, they need to spend so, some money in and invest in 
Because, you know, the Marcus Theaters have all of the, the good amenities now. Like They had the good yep. seats, and you can buy drinks and all that shit. You can't the do none of that. Food's not bad. Yeah, like, food is decent. Everything's good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a little, it's way too expensive. Yeah. But it's like, how often do you go to the movies so you can splurge once in a while? Like, yeah, right. Like, you know. Right. So so, how was Bad Boys 3, though? It was cool. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. You, gotta, you definitely have to see the other movies and shit. Like, because right. it's, it's parts... That that uh, connect with the other movies and stuff. It's, it's certain things you probably won't get. I just watched them last weekend. So. <laughs> yeah, it's certain things you probably won't so. get if you haven't seen the first two. But it was cool. You know, it was, it was good to see uh, Martin and, and Will Smith back on camera, and they, they're still funny as hell. It's still plenty funny parts and shit. And uh, cool. it was it was a good movie. It's like two hours, about two hours long, and it was you know I laughed through the whole thing. And yeah, it was a, it was a good flick and it's action. It's kind of like the same as the other ones. Um, I don't know if you watched a lot of Univision, but uh, Kate Del Castillo's in it. And, <laughs> yeah, she's bad. I know the name. <laughs> <laughs> that is all I will say. Uh-huh. She's one of the uh, last uh, last of the Mohicans as far as like the, the Univision chicks that haven't crossed over to um, American <laughs> uh, American television. I think this is right. like one of the biggest roles that she's ever been in on American TV. I, I've never seen her in a, another movie before, at least yeah. not one this big. You know what I'm saying? And, for her part, she's mostly speaking Spanish. That's okay. Yeah, she's most, <laughs> which makes sense because you know she's mostly on Spanish language television like all the time. So she does all the telenovelas and shit. So it made sense to have her part speaking Spanish for pretty much the entire movie. I think she doesn't speak English until the end. So <laughs> of course, yeah. So it's like it's it's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? It was a good movie. Um, I understand a lot of people liked it so far. A lot of people liked it. I think I liked it better than um, I think I liked it better than the last one. I think I liked it better than that. I don't think I like it better than the first Bad Boys, but the second one is better than the second one. So yeah. I don't know the second one with that um, the scene with the Jamaicans. That's like one of my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite. One of my favorite action scenes when they're letting the uh, cars loose on the truck. Uh-huh. That shit is dope. And I don't even like uh, what's that director? Um, Michael uh, Bay. Yeah, okay. I don't really like Michael Bay shit like Transformers mm-hmm. yeah, and all that yeah. shit. Like it's just too shit. over the top. Mm-hmm. But Bad Boys is like just perfect. Mm-hmm. Everything else he does is to me is just. Mm-hmm. This. Yeah, this is more the same. It's not as over the top with the action. It's not as excessive yeah. with yeah. the action. Like, um, I saw that uh that Six Underground. You seen that? Yeah. On uh, Netflix. That was a and that was much. a little bit too that over the top. Much. Yeah, that was like <laughs> a grown. Michael Bay. Yeah, that was like some Michael Bay disciple type shit. Yeah. And I was like, nah, this ain't this ain't the one for me. It's like you can you can chill it out a little bit. Yeah. It doesn't have to go so hard. Yeah, the whole it was time. Like, like super graphic and like mega yeah. action and explosions and all that. I don't need that. I'm right. I'm a little bit too grown for that now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm I, I done aged out of that demographic <laughs> to where that's cool and shit. Or I need to see all of that. I just you know what I'm saying? I need act some action is cool. I want reasonable action. I don't need like <laughs> reasonable action. Yeah, I don't need like mega explosions and people doing crazy shit and right. I, I don't need all of that. Like yeah, like shootout scenes that last like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's too much. Yeah, Bad Boys is more reasonable. You know right. what I'm saying? The action is more reasonable and it's more realistic and shit. It makes more sense as far as the context of the thing. So it was cool. Yeah, so it was cool. Uh, is the the chief is back, right? So, yeah, okay, yeah, good. he's back. Good, good, good. Yep, he's back. That's in one it. of my so, favorite parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's back in it, and then some of the, the Teresa Randall's in it. You know she's she's back in it and uh, yeah oh, it's a good it's a good movie so uh, I definitely recommend checking that out. If you want to see some action, you want to see some comedy and shit. You know Will and and Martin are two of the funniest people 
ever. ever. So two two of the funniest comedic actors and shit. So yeah, you're gonna get your, your comedy, you're gonna get your action and all that. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, what else? What what, what else have you been watching? Uh, well, I just uh, I was watching that um, Aaron Hernandez shit. Yeah, on Netflix. Um, that. <sighs> I don't, you know what I'm bothered by? I'm bothered <laughs> by the, the gay shit. Like, it was so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It didn't need to be even in there. That was just weird that they did that. I mean, it was fucked up. The whole Everything he did in life was fucked up. Uh-huh. Like, top to bottom. Yeah. But I don't like them adding that dude with, like, the, the gay the, shit. The quarterback. Was, yeah, that was just... I've been hearing that he's li- he was lying about that. That It's... I don't, I don't want to say he was lying, you know, but it just seemed like that part was unnecessary. Or that he wasn't even on a team, or he he's not listed on the roster. At the same time. Yeah, he's not yeah. listed on on the roster as being on the team when Aaron Hernandez was going there. So it's like, yeah. how the fuck does that happen when you're not even... Even if even if they did, though, like, that part seemed like... What? The, the, just, it just didn't add to the story. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't, like... And you the only one with that story? Like right, how are you right. the only person if it kinda, he's messing with dudes, then how are you the only dude that he ever messed with? Right. And they're kinda making it sound like that if you're gay, like that was part of him being messed up with being gay. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, it just kinda like rubbed me the wrong way. Like I got I would think like a lot of gay people would be a little like, yeah. upset about that because mm-hmm. that shit they made it like seem like it was just a wanted bad, to throw that in there. Yeah, say. like and it was it was just unnecessary mm-hmm. shit, but yeah, dude was Man, messed up because dude was his mom's popping people like yeah. that though. <laughs> Man. Yeah, he's messed up because his dad died and his mom's ended up messing with his cousin's wife. I mean like, cousin's right husband. Like yeah. yeah, before dude was even cold in the ground, he was already yeah. doing whatever. So yeah, of course he's gonna be a little me- bit messed up. You know, he had a messed up childhood and shit like that. But I mean, I know people with messed up childhood. Yeah, but, but yeah, they, he was out there. Man, if you kill somebody after you get forty million, like <laughs> <laughs> now before that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even he was still like, I mean, he was still playing ball though. Yeah, and still doing the street shit. That, still that shit at that club that was like that did not make any sense. Like something was wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Way wrong. Yeah, man, he ended up killing himself and shit like that. That was yeah, yeah that shit was wild. Maybe, was maybe only... he maybe killed himself. <laughs> I think he did because he thought yeah. that uh, if he did that. That they would throw the case out and that the NFL would still owe him his contract. So I think he did it because he thought that it was going to be some kind of slick ass way to still get his his daughter and his his wife that money and shit. And then it ended up not working when they put the case back on the books anyway. They they put it back on the books like last year or something like that. So I think he, uh, you know how niggas get in jail. And yep. start reading shit and and getting ideas. So I think he just got an idea like, I'm about to do life. I think he just felt like I'm gonna do life, and um, I'm gonna try to come up with some shit to make sure that my kid and my wife is set. Right. And if I can still find, figure out some kind of way, if I get this case thrown out, then they still might get the money that you know the Patriots owe me and all this shit. So I think he maybe was just thinking that and did that shit, or maybe he just felt like he what didn't want to do life. I mean, like that shit. That shit. Everything he did though, like every like legitimately everything he did, he did not try to cover up like. At all, like, like he killed his like the um his uh wife's um sister's boyfriend. Yeah, that was old like, Yeah, right. The only person like remotely close to <laughs> related to him was him in that area. Like nobody else. Yeah, he did, he had no other reason to be out there. But and to be it was like with you. right by his house. <laughs> it, that shit did not make sense at all. Like why? That was like me. Like. Us doing a podcast and I just shoot you and like go home and shit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, 
well, who else was with him that day? And it's recording. <laughs> and right. Like, just stupid. Like, y'all just recorded the podcast yesterday. <laughs> and now, you know, contact's dead. And he was the last person who saw him and shit. So how the fuck does that happen? You know what I'm saying? I just, I was just, yeah, that shit just blew me away. Like, then walking out crib with a gun and, like, his wife got rid of, like, the like the video but not the video of him walking in with the gun like it, this yeah. shit didn't make any sense everything was fucked up the whole and they stored that fucking car like <laughs> right then you got the car from the other shooting and shit like. with bullets in it <laughs> <laughs> that shit was it's just too much even though they don't have that was one of them things like even though they didn't have the weapon like they have everything else around the shit so yeah, you already was- know it was just it just made me it's upset. A, like enough dots to, to connect to it to be like, okay, he probably did that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have enough reason to believe that you probably did that shit. You got you got the weapon, we got you on camera with a gun, you got a car from another shooting, you got your wife running out to the to the, right. the, the garbage with some suspicious ass shit. You got this dude that the dude that's dead is the only person he knows in this neighborhood is you. Right. <laughs> like for like a hundred some miles, like remotely, like that's all he knows is you. The last time we saw him on camera at the at the gas station was with you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then like him shooting his homeboy, uh what uh where they go to Florida or something like that or they went out no, of state. No, it was he was just the it was one of his homies from around the way. Right. And he was just buying, you know, I guess that's who was buying weed from and shit. Yeah, but that's the one that was testifying against yeah, him too. Yeah, though. yeah. But the way he just like turned around and shot him like in the car. That was fucked he up. He was he was living that life. <laughs> he was, he thought he was living that life for real. I don't know where he got that from, but he just you, thought he was Like you can't just shoot people like that. You got to clean that shit up. <laughs> like, you, you can't yeah. just leave people like that. He ain't yeah. saw no Law and Order ever in life. <laughs> he ain't never seen one episode of Law and Order. <laughs> like, not one Perry Mason episode. Like, right. He just, he just, yeah. Then he joking in jail about the shit. Maybe asking his agent if he can get me a Smith & Wesson deal and shit. Right, like... Like, do you know they recorded yeah. this conversation? You know, all of this shit is on on on, on tape. Like, all of this shit's recorded. And he's so calm and just yeah. think, like he's okay with it and shit. Like, I don't. Yeah, he was on some other shit, and they, you know, they said the CTE might have had something to do with that. No, I think he was just dumb. Yeah, he that was some other. And shit, CTE cause. probably had something to do with. It. I don't think that that had anything to do why why he killed himself. I think he just, like I say, he just was facing that life. You know what I'm saying? You know you're finna right. do life. You're not getting out no time soon. And right. you're just trying to think of a way to make sure that your daughter and your wife are straight. So I think he just did what he, and what he thought he had to do. And realistically, his wife should have went to jail anyway. So. Yeah. For, but, for, yeah, for uh, associating, you know, for helping them out and shit like that. So, yeah, she could have done some time for that too. But fortunately, they didn't They didn't uh, hook her up with that. But, yeah, that shit's wild. Uh, I watched, um, you saw You. Yeah. Yeah, season two of You. That shit's crazy too. <laughs> yeah. That shit is like that. When I watch it, I'm like cringing the whole time. Like, <laughs> ugh, like, like, what? How's he gonna get away with yeah. this? Like, how's he do this? And it's possible. All that shit's possible just because he's a white dude, and <laughs> right. people don't expect that they they still as much shit as white people do as white males do. They still don't expect them. They still don't suspect them when shit like that happens. Right, like, right. He's just a normal ass white dude. And they just never expect. Because he was like, never a suspect. Just, legitimately, when I see a white guy in a hat just standing there. He is fucking invisible to yeah. me. Like, <laughs> I do not see him. Like, mm, white guy. Just keep walking. 
But now it's like I'm thinking like, man, he could be looking at one of these bitches like houses or like waiting. Right. <laughs> white, white dudes are, uh, uh, are capable of any fucking thing when <laughs> they blint at so many of them and you just don't <laughs> so many. you just don't think about that shit. I nope. think I do I think about it sometimes, like dude is on something crazy. Right or whatever, but but you they're know usually saying? like acting a little. Yeah, like, they always like that. Dude is so normal mm-hmm. that you wouldn't like. He's a he's a really good actor. Like I guess he does like a lot of uh, Black Lives Matter shit too. Like on his off time, but um, okay, and he's just a good actor. Just just the creep factor is just yeah, it was through the roof, man. It <laughs> big big creep shit. Cause I the the first season um what was Homegirl's name was girl um, uh Beck Beck yeah like. I was like, man, there's no way he's gonna kill her. Like some shit's gonna pop off, but he can't kill her. But man, he and the way he like set up homeboy, like mm-hmm. that shit was all just, ugh, just wasn't ready for it. Yeah, the plot twist on there, the plot twist on this season was crazy because I didn't expect that to happen. I didn't expect yeah. you know the shit to go down that way. I didn't either. But I, oh, uh, what do you call that when you're giving away shit? Uh, Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, but yeah, when he um. When like when she she had a look on her face at some point, um, when he you know when home when he came back and like homegirl was dead in there and I was like she did that shit like I know she did that shit uh-huh. and that's what turned out what happened but I didn't like guess till like it was like the last ten minutes yeah <laughs> I yeah like, I didn't realize like, there's nobody left because I don't uh, think he did it uh-huh. she had that done it well he was just getting to the point where he felt like okay I've exhausted all my fucking resources. Right. And from everything that I understand, you know, I think he just felt like from everything that I've researched or whatever, everything that I've pieced together, it seems like I did it. Right. And he was just coming to the point of accepting, like, okay, I did this shit. Right. I just don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember doing it, but I did it. And then she come out and was like, "Ah, (laughs) I've been following you the whole fucking time and shit. And damn, that shit was crazy. And I was not going to watch that shit. And somebody told my wife to watch it, and I was like, I really like. I didn't know what it was about. It was uh-huh. called You, and it looked like romance or some shit. Uh-huh. Like, mm. Oh, so like you never the, saw the first season? Yeah, I did. I'm okay. saying like when we when we first started watching okay. it, I was like, okay. I'm not really trying to. I didn't hear anything about it because you know I'm not on you know no. social media. Yeah. And so she was like, Yeah, I heard from such such and such. The shit is good. And I was like, Just put it on. I'll be sitting here in like ten minutes. And I was like, Oh shit, like. <laughs> <laughs> Or it was like more like because it was like totally normal for like 10, 15 minutes, and all of a sudden the shit just like Got went super south, dark. Yeah. like real fast. Uh huh. Yeah, that's some that was some straight up dark shit. That's just some dark ass shit, you know. Well, it's shit that that people go through for real. I mean, motherfuckers right. be getting stalked and killed for real. Oh hell yeah! You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers get stalked and killed for real just because they say no, or just because a dude feel like you know. He don't want to leave or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That shit crazy. That shit that shit really do be happening like that. And sometimes you gotta watch people. You gotta be keep your eyes open, be vigilant for whoever. Cause just cause it look like a normal ass white dude, that motherfucker <laughs> could be on anything. And like re- realistically, like anybody can really be on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause like I mean, essentially the show showed like how he was able to. You know, keep on top of everything. Yeah, and so like you know these yeah through social media and all that yeah. shit. How he was using, you know, people's social media to find out where they were. And I mean, it wasn't even like he was doing some crazy ass hacker shit or no, no shit like that. It was just right being observant. He was just observing the people's social media and like cross references with this or that, and boom, now I know where you live at. Right. 
And it, now I, mean, I know where you're gonna be at. I know right. where you're gonna what you're about to do and shit. Just from that, just from watching what people like, do and watching what they post, backgrounds and, and shit, yeah. and like knowing where she is. Mm-hmm. And like, that shit was wild. Cause you don't, I don't know. I never, never really like, you know. I guess I don't never really stalk people, but yeah. <laughs> like, I never thought about it. Like you can really like fuck with somebody uh, if you you really put your mind to it. Yeah. But I mean, some people, a lot of people these days, like, at least people our age. Are uh, a lot more careful about what they post online and shit like that. You know, you're not right. even on social media. I'm on there. You know, what I'm saying I, I check in a lot of places and shit like that. I probably shouldn't do that as much. <laughs> you know, that make you think about shit like that. Like I probably shouldn't check in as much. But you know, most of my friends my age, they don't do that as much. They don't like be right. posting what they doing or where they going and who they with and this and that all the time. Mostly because, you know, they don't want the wrong person to show up. Yeah. So. We from that era. We from a different yeah. era where we don't share everything. Right. But, you know, kids nowadays, people, you know, 20, 30 years old, they sharing everything. You know, they, yeah. they online constantly. Yeah. They telling you where they at constantly, what they doing, who they with. Yeah. The and that shit is yeah. a problem. You know what I'm saying? You got to be more cautious about that shit sometimes because the motherfucker could be watching you and they could piece that shit together. They could piece your shit yep. together. and Easy. Yeah. It ain't hard to do. It's not that hard to, to piece your piece your whole life together and, and figure out like, you know what I'm saying, where you work, you know what I'm saying, what you do, who you do it with, when you doing it. Right. And, and all of that. I remember when I up. was on like social media and I'd go out, you know, sometimes and like, you know, it'd be a couple of girls be like, Oh yeah, I saw that you did this or I saw um, you know, on Facebook that you were here or you did that and I'm like you know, it never occurred to me like people are actually like paying attention to what the fuck I they do. They do. Like and they do. It doesn't and you know, I you know, I never really thought about it to to like later in life when like people really like that was like a topic like I saw on Facebook or I saw on Twitter or that I get you that. did this. Yeah. I get I, that sometimes too. Especially for what's crazy is I get it a lot from people who don't even comment on my shit. <laughs> for people who really for people who don't right. comment That's on my the shit yeah. and who don't don't like anything, they don't like any posts, right. they don't comment on shit. And then be some of the main people that be like, yo, I saw you was at such and such the other right. day. And that's creepier than yeah. anything because, you know, they just sit there like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had that happen. Um, we was at West McCullough Funeral. We was at Wanda's Funeral, man. I uh, had that happen to me. Somebody said, hey, I see you always be eating good. Right. And There's <laughs> somebody like, who never comments on right. my shit. They but never you know comment, where I'm eating this shit. But you but... know what you keep up with right. that shit. That right. shit crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> To even like say it is a little crazy. Yeah, to me. Like, even I just like, couldn't be like, "Oh, I saw on Facebook that you do this." Like, <laughs> I can't bring myself. Not somebody to do that. that I don't engage with on a regular right, basis. Right. I mean, not just somebody just like, that I don't yeah, talk just to. Like random that. people that come up to you be like, "Yeah, I saw that." Like, but I've had that happen to me a few times. I've had yeah. that happen to me a few times, especially about like travel shit, yeah, or like food posts or something like that. Because I'm always posting like shit that I go places I go eat and stuff, or places that I go. And uh, that shit happens to me often where people will be like, hey, I saw you was at such and such. How was that? And listen, I'm like, right. you don't even, I didn't even know you was paying attention to my page like that. Right. I don't right. have that many people on, on my social media, like, period. Through, throughout all my accounts, I think I only have about a thousand people, maybe. Yeah. And it's like, you just don't expect people to be like, actually like looking yeah, at your Yeah, be paying shit. attention like that. Right. And to remember... When they see you, like, oh, I saw his post. About, you know? <laughs> right, I was, I was not expecting a conversation about that kind of shit at that time. So that shit was weird. That shit was definitely weird. Yeah, that's uh, it's not hot. Yeah. So what else have you been watching, man? Um, you in the hip hop evolution? Yeah, I did just see yeah. that. 
Man, that's the most. I think that's probably. We should have led with that, but yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> probably yeah. But whatever. We we get to shit. When we get to it. <laughs> I think this is the most historically accurate show, documentary show about hip hop that I've seen so far. Yeah, like at least the layout. I love the layout. How they, you know, move from topic to topic, and they kind of try to cover as much as possible, like the big things that happen in hip hop, but mm-hmm. not go too, too far like underground or too far above, you know, pop and. I just man, I just, I really love this show. I love the way they do it, and um, yeah, the the latest ones about. I know a lot of people are complaining about the the Ti and the trap shit. Really? Why? Uh, people like I've been on like um Reddit a lot, so people are saying that like Ti didn't start trap music. He did okay. though. Yeah, it, clearly he did. <laughs> like, if they say it, that, then they don't know their fucking hip hop history. Like, I mean, Ti was the first one really on that trap shit. I mean, you could kind of say like Outkast because Outkast was saying that shit. Like, they but, have said the word trap. You know what I'm saying? They have been using the word, but that was different. That was like just Atlanta slang. You know what I'm saying? They had right. been calling it the trap in Atlanta for years. You know what I'm saying? Even this going back to the '90s. Yeah, drug but this year trap music. But Ti was the first one to really. Like I'm gonna make my whole album about that. But even musically, like the, with DJ, uh, was it Toomp? Yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. he really started that sound. Mm-hmm. Like, and he, you know, Ti was the first one he really fucked with. So like, I I put it all on Ti that, you know, people want to name off these like people I never heard of and shit and be like, okay, but Ti is he brought it to the forefront. He it ain't know, he, no ain't no other Ti. Yeah, Ti started. He's the shit. one that started. He's the one that that was like the originator of trap shit. Like to that point. Like right. you said, the sound, the content, all of that shit was Ti. Like he was the first yep. one that was on that because that was that's two thousand three. Trap yep. music came out. I think that was two thousand three. Yeah. So yeah, so he was the first one that was on that. Like nobody else was on that before Ti was on that. Yeah, and I just I just love how they just like describe like you know the the music. Like I did this track, and like when they had um when they were talking about um who was it uh, the producer they had on uh, David David Banner yeah when they rubber were talk- Bandman yeah when they were talking about like how he made Rubber Band Man he's like on five for it he's like I give you twenty five <laughs> and like you know it became a huge huge hit mm-hmm. and that beat was I mean whoever was on it I think would have killed it but I think it was perfect for Ti yeah that shit was perfect, perfect for, for him I don't know if David Banner would have been great on that song I was but. down south during that time I was living in uh, Pensacola well I wasn't living in, I was in, I was in Fort Walton Beach. Mm-hmm. Like 2002, 2003 time, and um, they was bumping like they was talk, talking about. They was bumping. I'm serious. Like I, we know that was yeah. one of the shits that they was really listening to hard down there, because uh, Northern Florida, you get a lot of music from Atlanta, and so that was kind of like a like a little bit of an epicenter of everything, right. because I was getting a lot of music from Atlanta, and we was getting a lot of music from like Houston and shit like that, because that's when like Slim Thug. And Paul Wall yep. and because you know they talked about screw and shit, yep. so that's when like all that shit was like really starting to Popping come out off. of Houston and starting to pop off and shit. And we were starting to get like Mike Jones and all of that shit. And um, I remember uh, Roy Jones had a club. I, I don't know if I mentioned that before on here. I mean, we talked about it before, but uh, Roy Jones had a club. It was called Star Sixty Nine, oh, yeah, and yeah. it was uh, in Pensacola and shit. And uh, he used to have all those motherfuckers come through. You know what I'm saying? He used to have them performing like every week. He had Lil Wayne there before Lil Wayne was popping. He had uh, Slim Thug there. I seen like Paul Wall and Chameleon there. Yeah. I saw uh, Pastor Troy there. I saw Lil John there. Straight up. Like, <laughs> like everybody. Yeah, everybody used to come through. Like, you know, because Roy Jones would be there. This is when Roy Jones was like at his peak. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was in his prime and shit, and he was on HBO doing pay per views and all of that all the time. So, you know, everybody would just come through. Right. And, um, 
Yeah, you would see all of that shit. And that was before I really started. Because when I came home, I came home in uh, 2003. I, I moved back to Milwaukee and shit. And I came home with all of these CDs. And motherfuckers had never heard none of that shit. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Because I had all the Swisher House shit. Had all the, you know, I had Paul Wall and Chameleon there. I had Slim Thug shit. I had, uh, you oh, know, Slim all of that Thug. shit. Yeah, I had Pastor Troy. I had David Banner. I had all of that shit. And nobody had heard none of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was playing that shit for my friends. Like, dude, we ain't heard none of this shit before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's when I, all that shit was really starting to leak out like that. and started to blow up, you know, all of the trap shit, all of the Houston shit. And uh, To this day, that Paul Wall, They Don't Know, that's still one of my favorite songs. <laughs> I don't know why. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. I love that fucking song. I, I love the, the Paul Wall and Community album. That's one album that a lot of people don't have. Uh, Get Your Mind Correct. Right. And it was only released independently because they was killing it independent. All of them was really killing it yep. independently and shit. And then they started getting deals. And then, you know, that shit blew up. But, yeah, they was killing it independently. Um, that's get, what get I your like. Mind Correct is one of my fa- was a favorite album of mine back then. Yeah, and that's what I like about the show also because it goes back to before, you know, when they were doing mixtapes or even before they were doing mixtapes, before they were really doing anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, just, you know, they start at the bottom and work up. And I, I I like that part because there's so many stories in between that you never hear. Yeah, and they did a great the job show. on the New Orleans stuff. Yeah, I love the New Orleans. Yeah, thing, they did that, a great job on the New Orleans stuff. That whole like, because I never knew where that that sound came from. I, that 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 song, yeah. that original song, Showboys um, Drag Rap. Yeah, yeah, I never knew where that came from. Uh-huh. I always wondered like, what <laughs> that shit is in like every song. Yeah, like, what is that from? And I didn't know it was like an actual like rap song uh-huh. from like the '80s or. Yeah, yeah, it's the 80s. It was yeah. like the, the, the early or the mid-80s or whatever. Yeah, I thought it was like some like weird like house <laughs> song like out of Detroit or something that I don't uh, know about. But yeah, that was just cool to like learn about it. And That's crazy how that one like, <laughs> that, that one song that, that's, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't really a hit nowhere else and shit. Right. They got and, a hold of it and turned it into a whole nother fucking it, sound. Wasn't that a song from, weren't they from New York? Yeah, that's from New York. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, it didn't yeah, make any sense, boys, but. So, these dudes that, that never did shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they never had a hit. You know what I'm saying? They never really had a hit like that. It's just this one little part of the song. So, some, yeah, <laughs> some little, some C-list rappers and shit that wasn't yeah. really nobody. Shit had a, had a record that that catch on in New Orleans and, and, and create so a whole many people other fucking sound. So many people use that. So many people. So I hope they own the publishing to that shit because I'm sure Man. they would be getting. If they, they gotta be fucking multi millionaires off of if that shit. If they're not, something's wrong. Because just that song has been sampled like two hundred times. Like to this day, like <laughs> I think Big Frida uses that shit in like every song. Still, City <laughs> like, Girls used it. On yeah, twerk. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, they use that song for twerk. So Drake used it. Like everybody. Yeah. I mean, I hope I really. We should research that. I yeah, hope they get paid. Yeah, they need to. If they don't own the masters to that shit, then they really fucked up. Because right. that song has been sampled at least 200 times. Right. At least, if not more. And I didn't. It also made me understand why I backed that thing up was so popular. Because I didn't really. I mean, obviously, I heard that in the back of the song, but I never put it together that, that that's like a bounce song. Mm-hmm. Like, it never like occurred to me until I was watching the show. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that's that. That song is in it. Duh. Mm-hmm. Like, it never occurred to me that that Cash Money was more on uh, when they said reality bounce music. Right. I didn't even that didn't make sense to me. I mean, it made sense when I heard it, but I was like, damn, I didn't even think about it like that. Right, right. Because they could, doing bounce music, but they just putting like some real street shit. They kind of combine right. what was popular in New Orleans with like what Master P was doing because you know Master P was doing like street shit. Right. You know, he was doing like all the street shit, but they was uh, he wasn't really incorporating the bounce in his music. Like none of their songs was really using that bounce right. type shit. 
And then Cash Money came in and they was doing that. So they added the bounce to it. And then, because. Because uh, Manny Fresh just. Like, yeah. Because he yeah, he's he from that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Like his father and shit was like that. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that either. That was crazy. I didn't know any of that shit. Yeah, so it, like you say, it's really comprehensive. It's really, they really cover everything. Um, I watched it and uh, yeah, I, I I thought it was pretty dope. I thought the uh, the mixtape one, you know, because mixtapes is my wheelhouse. Like, right, <laughs> mixtapes is like my that's one of my specialties. It's something I know a lot about, and uh, I felt like they could have done a little bit more with that. Like uh, as far as um, talking about Clue, because right. it's a because they had they talked about Fifty and they talked about Ti. Well, Ti really wasn't major on the mixtapes like that for him to for them to include him in that. No, he kind I mean, of used, used it as like a stepping stone, but it yeah. wasn't like his his yeah. shit. But I mean, they, they they talked to drama, but like drama's biggest tape was uh the tape that really put him on was uh Trap or Die. So they should have had Jeezy. They should have really been talking about if they was because they was talking about mixtapes because they talked right. about Fifty, they talked about Wayne, and then they threw Ti in there too. But they should, if they were going to talk about mixtapes, they should have been talking about drama and the Gangster Grill series and how that really took off. Yeah, how that, that took off because that that's what took that's what how Wayne took off was through yeah. was, was through Gangster Grills and you know DJ Drama was just. I think they like skipped. Yeah. To like because I think they've been wanting to get to Wayne for a while. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell like they've been trying to get to like the Wayne story, and I think they just used like you know they went from fifty to. Uh, like really, they went from fifty to Ti to Wayne, yeah, like pretty yeah, quick. Yeah. And there was a lot of shit in between there, yeah. um, and a lot of different states in between there that they really could have covered. But I think realistically, they were like really trying to like cover those three big acts. But they did talk about, about Screw. They yeah, talked about Screw, that and cool. that was dope because you know, I will say this: that uh, Houston, Houston, and, and Texas in general, I've never seen a local fan base support their artists. Like Houston supported their shit. Yeah. Because when I would talk to cats from Texas, when I when I was cool with people from Texas, like everybody had some screw shit. Yep. Like everybody would have screw tapes. Everybody would have like Swisher House shit. And um, I used to you hate don't, that I'll shit. never <laughs> see that. I'll, I'd never see that anywhere else. Maybe except for New York. You know what I'm saying maybe you see New York because New York is New York and it's a yep. big scene and shit. But you, I never saw so many people. That even people that really didn't listen to rap, it was people that was like, "Well, I mostly listen to country, but I do have some screw tape." Like <laughs> they would have that shit. Like yeah. that was just they shit. So I didn't like that till like way later in life. Yeah, I did not like. Screw I thought it was screw. funny at first. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I was like, "Wait, why is it? Uh-huh. Why would you listen to it like yeah, that?" Yeah, that, that, that shit was, like, was funny. I used to joke about that shit. Like, okay, a couple of drinks, a little smoke. Like, <laughs> okay, okay, I understand. I get it now. What's crazy yeah. is uh. I saw right after that because I, I watched it uh, the other day, and right after that I saw it was actually a trailer for a DJ Screw movie coming out. Really? Yeah, somebody's making a movie about DJ Screw, so that's pretty wow. crazy. <laughs> and I hope movie. this on. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be like a Netflix thing or if it's gonna be like an actual release. But yeah, it's a, somebody actually. It's a, I saw a trailer for it. It's like a. It was like a minute long trailer for a DJ Screw movie, and I think that that'll be pretty dope. You yeah, know what I'm saying that after cover the, a lot of people. Yeah, because a lot of people were involved with that. A lot of people were involved with that, and um, even when you add Drake, you know what I'm saying, like, because uh, the people who, you know, like I say, Jay Prince's son is the one who discovered Drake, and that, right. you know, that's from Houston and shit like that, and um, a lot of, that was a big movement for a couple years, you know what I'm saying, with Mike Jones and Paul Wall and Slim Thug and all of them, and they was all selling plenty of records, 
doing that shit, doing screw screw music, and they was owned in Texas for the most part. Man, that's you know what I'm saying? That's all they were listening to. Yeah. That shit was so dope. <laughs> already platinum, I think. Yeah. 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 Almost like, platinum. I think they did like, I know that, what did they, I think they did a whole album, mm-hmm. didn't they? Yeah. I have it somewhere. I, yeah. I, I have to find it, but I have yeah. it somewhere. Yeah, that's a good ass album. Mm-hmm. That was another good part of Hip Hop Evolution too. the producers. Yeah. The, yeah. the super producers. Because uh-huh. like, it was cool to see Q-Tip talking about Dilla. Like, I loved it. Like, he was Dilla like, part. uh, Talking to True Goy from De La So, he's like, but he's like, this is cool. Who does the production? He's like, right? Am I bugging? Am I bugging? I was like, oh, okay, 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 okay. He's like, this but, is my shit, but like better. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but it's dope to see them like excited and like tell these stories and, mm-hmm. you know, because you never, I never knew the whole Dilla story. I knew like bits and pieces, but I didn't know that. And I knew it was Q-Tip who like initially like really put him on, but I didn't know like the Amp Fiddler part. You know, yeah, right? I didn't know the Amp Fiddler like I knew he was involved, but I didn't know like that he was directly like I you know he went up to Q-Tip and said I need you to meet this guy, mm-hmm. and like he actually brought him to Q-Tip. Mm-hmm. Like that's deep. I mean, because Amp Fiddler is like, I mean, he's kind of a big deal. Like, yeah. If you if you know who he is, like he's a big deal. So. That's how Detroit is in general. Like, you could just run into motherfuckers like that. That's true. (laughs) It's so many musical-ass people in Detroit, you could just run into a motherfucker like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll just lay down the street from one of the Supremes or some shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's how it is, though. Right, right, You know what I'm saying? That's how it is. My guy Tone, you know what I'm saying? He connected to so many people in Detroit. You know, my friend uh, DJ Tony Tone, he's a DJ out there. And he knows, like, Elzai and Royce. And, like, these are just, like, people that, like, yeah, I don't know where Royce Royce to live right over there and shit. Or Elzai live right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah, that's wild. But that. You could just throw a rock and hit a motherfucker. Like, yeah, I know Danny (laughs) Brown and shit. I know these people. I know House Shoes or whatever. They just. Right, right. All these people just know each other and shit. That shit is crazy as fuck. I was so glad they had House Shoes on there. Yeah. That shit would have been, like, not right if they didn't have House Shoes on (laughs) there. Yeah, you can't really talk Dilla and not have shoes on there. Because he pressed up Dilla's first records and shit. He was one of the, the first ones that really put some of Dilla shit on wax and put it out there and got the, the buzz going and stuff like that. I mean, he was out there already. He was out there producing, but he was like the first one. With Dilla, the thing is that a lot of people, with Dilla, it was like people knew what the fuck, they heard his music, but they didn't know who was doing it. Right. The thing where he was, a, Shoes was the person who kind of like put the name with the beats. Right. Like, it was like, okay, this is the dude that's doing all of this shit. Cause right. We heard running. A lot of people heard running and heard drop and heard right. stakes is high and all of these joints and was like, all these beats is dope, but I don't know who the fuck is doing them. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I remember the first time I heard Far, that uh, Far Side album, I was like, this is fantastic. And I kept seeing JD and I was like, who the fuck is JD? Mm-hmm. Like, it never like, it didn't cross, like, it didn't make sense to me to like way later when I got really deep into like Dilla, like, I was like, oh, that's just, you know, because there was different JDs at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, he didn't, like, that's really. That's why he changed it to Dilla because. Right. He uh, didn't really Jake separate himself for a while. Mm-hmm. So, it was like, it, you know, like, who, it's spelled a little different, but, like, it's, you know, I still don't know who this guy is. But it's, because, you know, that was before, like, the internet, really. And, like, you couldn't, like, right. research shit, right. like, the way you want to now. And once I, like, found out, though, it was like, I never turned back after that. Yeah, I bought one of those uh, house shoes records. I bought one from um, Hip Hop Site. I ordered mm-hmm. one online, and that's when I first like uh, really knew. That's when I first really put the the name with the face and shit, right. or the name with the beats and shit. I was like, okay, this is okay. So, oh, this is the dude that did this and that and this and that. Yeah. So, okay, 
And that's when I heard, first got in the slum. That's when I first heard uh, Slum Village. I bought Fantastic Volume 2 and shit. Right. And then it just kind of went from there. I was like, damn, this motherfucker's crazy. Yeah, I accidentally <laughs> got, I was working at a music store when um, Volume 2 came out. And uh, so, like, my boss was like, um, you know, like, every night, you know, he'd be like, you know, take the cutouts home, you know, check them out, let me know how it is, you know, see if we can sell them. You know, if we got to order some shit. So I had a cutout of volume two that I sat on for like a month. Then I finally listened to it and dude, it was like a month straight. Like I did not <laughs> listen to anything else. I was like, this shit is crazy. This is this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like this is because like this was like the re-release after because, you know, they had like a kind of a shitty release at first and they had like a re-release. And I was like, this is like, why is nobody, why isn't yeah. anybody listening to this? Yeah. This is like this album front to back is so fucking dope yeah that shit was amazing yeah and i was like oh it's the same guy from fireside like i get it now like mm-hmm. I, I understand now like it, the shit all makes sense yeah you know? like you said because it, it wasn't no internet it wasn't no way to research this shit it took it took people a couple years to kind of put the shit together right to kind of put the, the beats and, and the face together like okay this is oh this is that dude because he ain't really he wasn't out there like it, it, they wasn't in no videos like some village they had one they had a video for climax i think yeah, they didn't have a video for climax and shit, and um, it still wasn't like you didn't. Yeah, see but it, it like, wasn't like yeah. big. You know what I'm saying? That shit wasn't big yet. That I already knew who they was by then, but you know, it just took people a minute to put all that shit together. And I think like, that, oh, this is the dude that's doing all that, that shit. Source magazine was it Source? That shoot where they did the Soul Aquarians? That was vibe, vibe. When they yeah, did that, that I think that really like put them on the map because they're like, wait, that's the guy. Like mm-hmm. that's the guy who does that. Erykah Badu shit That's mm-hmm. the guy who does this That's the guy who does that mm-hmm. Like that To me that was the first time Like he was like Just out there Like out there Like you could see him See his face And like put a name to the face What's funny is that Quest Love says That that was like The beginning of the end For the Soul Aquarians actually Right like They did that cover Because yep. it made it seem like they was It was his crew Right And that people had egos and shit And they like yep. We ain't his his boys And no shit like that Or like we not his Under under his funkies Or no shit Like we not right. his you know what I'm saying? We are our own people. We're not this or that. And then people started fucking going their own separate ways, which was kind of stupid. But I mean, they had a good thing, really. Like, yeah, for A that. lot of like-minded people like that. Like, you can make some shit. They like, could have did some, some serious fucking damage if they had stuck together. They If they had stuck together and made more shit. Because what they did, it just within those two or three years, was amazing. From yeah. Erica Badu shit, to Bilal shit, to uh, D'Angelo shit. I like the electric circus. Common. I can't. I'm not gonna front. I like the electric circus. Did you? Yes. <laughs> I can't. I won't front on that. I like that album. I've never been a fan of electric circus, man. I I was so fucking mad when I got that <laughs> shit. I was so mad because you know I'm a I'm a huge Common fan, so yeah. I just bought that shit. Like it's Common. Common got a new album, but I'm buying it, and then I would listen to it. I like this ain't it for me. Yeah. You know I'm a huge Stereo Lab fan, so like <laughs> Stereo Lab was all over that samples was all over the album, so I was like I was in. I was like I'm. Sold. Yeah, I was never a fan of Electric Circus though. I didn't. I didn't get back on board until B. Yeah, yeah. once B came back out, I was back on board. But that shit pissed me off. Electric Circus pissed me off. But yeah. so Aquarians could have done a whole lot more. Man, if people didn't have egos and shit, and let their pride get in the way, and like fucked up the whole the whole chemistry of the whole thing. And then you know Dilla passed, so that kind of fucked a lot of shit up too. But they wasn't really dealing with each other by then. By the time you know, and then D'Angelo. Yeah. Fucking win the exile. Because I think they all pretty much had 10, classic albums yeah. up to that point. Yep. And they could have. Things Fall Apart was a classic. Yep. Like Water for Chocolate's a classic. Voodoo. Classic. Mama's Gun. 
Like all of those albums were classics. Fucking uh, Firstborn, Second, you know, Bilal's album. Yeah. That shit's classic. You know, Dilla shit. You know, Slum Village. That shit's classic. Like all of that all shit of was dope. And it was all, all of that shit was dope. Time, yeah, everything was coming out just back to back to back to back. And it, everything, it was to the point, it was like, okay, so Aquarius talk with that, I'm, I'm getting that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got to have it. <laughs> right. I know it's going to be dope. Everything that they was putting out at that time was dope. And it, it really didn't make sense that they split up. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I get it. I get the ego shit. Like, that happens. But, I mean, you got so many people. Like, you got D'Angelo, like, at your, like. Yeah. Call, you know, beck and call and shit. Like you gotta, you working with all these people at the same time. Like, like you, you said, gotta, they was all working at the same time. Yeah, like, and a lot of them were using the same studios. They were all in the same studio yeah. for the most part. So I, I don't know. I guess whatever. That's it, how songs was getting though. on different albums. Like right. Questlove said that they were all you know recording at Electric Lady at the same time. They were recording uh, Voodoo in one room and like uh, Erica's album in another room oh yeah and I remember then, that interview yeah. yeah and then they was record, recording the comms album in another studio and they was just like passing yeah, music yeah. like through, throughout the, the studio it was like okay you can get this you get this let's trade this for this and that's yep. how this shit was working you know what I'm saying <laughs> meanwhile Kanye's just walking around like oh, <laughs> let me rap let yeah, me rap yeah they had to throw that of course they had to throw Kanye in there at the end but I was like whatever, that was whatever. Yeah. The, the Neptunes <laughs> the Neptunes thing was cool because yeah. I always thought that for some reason, I thought that Timberland found the Neptunes, and like I knew they were all cool with each other. But I thought I always thought Timberland was on before the Neptunes. I thought so too. I thought I knew they did like um, the Rump Shaker song, but like after that, like I don't remember like hearing really anything because that's when like after that, like Timberland came out hard, like mm-hmm. as fuck. Yeah, when Jenny Wine but, came out, yeah, and Missy came out, and all like, that back to back shit. And then Aaliyah but, was out. Yeah, yeah. So. But according to like what they were saying, it was like. They put Timberland on, and then he went on to like you know do Superstar. all this other shit. Yeah, I think that they were more. I think they were established because of their association with Teddy Riley. Yeah, I think that they were established in the industry before Timberland. So I think maybe they helped Timberland get introduced to the people and shit like that. Yeah, and he then had his, his shit just yeah. and then his shit just blew up before theirs did because yeah. you know Pony was out like I think that was ninety six. Yeah, that, and then they first Neptune's didn't really start blowing up until like ninety eight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying when uh, Super Thug Super came Thug, out, that was yeah. like the first, they first big, big joint. Scene, yeah. yeah, yeah, Super Thug was their first big joint, and then like all the other shit just started coming out. You know, what I'm saying then it just started to be a fucking wave of then everything Neptune. I remember that point when dude was like said they had like some like sixty percent of the music on the radio was theirs. Mm-hmm. I remember that shit because like every like. <laughs> Every like big rap song they had, like they had Snoop, they had, I mean, they had everybody mm-hmm. for a minute. Yeah, they was producing for every fucking body. Everybody and everything was just a hit. Yeah. For a minute, for a few years, everything that they was producing was a hit. Like anything with the Neptunes, everything with the Neptunes beat on it was just fire. Sure <laughs> From Timberlake to Christina Aguilera <laughs> to Britney Spears to anything that they was putting out, anything that they put their name on to their own shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When the NERD shit came out, like, all that shit, the Star Trek shit came out, like everything was just crazy. And that makes sense to me now, like with especially the Timberlake, like them working with Justin Timberlake and then Justin Timberlake going to Timberland. Mm-hmm. Like that shit, like all like kind of more makes sense now that like it was all connected all the time. Just didn't really know, you know, how it was connected. I'm tripping that um, Virginia produced like all of those, like three super groups or super producers, you know, between Teddy Riley, yeah. Teddy Riley. Timberland and the Neptunes, like all, all from Virginia. And then you can't forget Missy. You know, I, that's what I liked about the the, the the Timberland part when Timberland was talking is he was talking a lot about how Missy 
really helped him get to right. where he was at. You know what Find I'm saying? Sound and yeah, like, she yeah. was the one that was really pushing him to do what he was doing and really was like, yo, you should do this. And you should do that. I think people sleep on Missy's production. They, they talk about her songwriting a lot, but she really yeah. helped a lot with the production too. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? She was helping a lot with that shit. She was assisting a lot with production. She produced a lot of her own shit and was helping him, you know, figure out his sound. Like, yo, yeah, you should try this or you should do this something, do this different. And like, I know you could do better than this and shit. And she was the one that was really helping him shape his sound like that. So I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, throw the clips in there. Look. <laughs> I don't even want to get into that shit. I Man, <laughs> you grinding was just. You don't even massive. think about VA till this shit came yeah. out. Like, like it never like shit. Don't it does not cross my mind. Like VA, grinding like, is a top ten beat of all time. Yeah, I, I don't care. I don't, grinding is even though it's like simple as fuck. Like that shit when that shit came out, everybody wanted to rap to that beat. Yeah, it went from from motherfuckers passing on it. I think a few people passed on it, but uh, I think once that shit came out, you couldn't you couldn't avoid it. It was on every mixtape. That, that mix shit was tape. on every mixtape. Everybody wanted to rap to that beat. That was like the Benjamin when the Benjamins came out. Like when Benjamins came out, everybody yeah. wanted to rap to that shit. Like when Grinding came out, everybody wanted to rap to that beat. Kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of um come with the come clean beat because it's so simple and like just it's so simple. Yeah, like ridiculously simple. Yeah. But it's like it's like a, it's like a it's like a standard hip, like hip hop like freestyle beat. Uh huh. Like, if you had a freestyle for session, you put on "Come Clean," <laughs> like everybody goes nuts. Yeah, like, yeah. But same thing like with that. It's like yeah, that's one of those beats that you throw on and everybody is is just going crazy right. to it and shit. That's one that everybody gonna get off. Everybody gonna get their bars off to that joint. Yep. Yeah. So that hip hop evolution was pretty dope. I like that a lot, man. It's a a really good series. I'm glad that they do they do like you know four of them. Every every year or so, I guess it's about four. I think it was four episodes a year at this, at this point. Yep, and it's crazy. I never heard of this dude who who'd been doing them. Yeah, I've been meaning to check out his music because I know he raps. Yeah, he raps. But I he think did. he's from Canada. Is yeah, he from Canada. Yeah, yeah, he's from Canada or something like that. Yeah, but this show has won a bunch of awards in Canada. Like mm-hmm. the uh, initial show, like it's won a bunch of awards. So it should. It should. I'm glad that he doesn't like inter- interject himself into that. Like, yeah, yeah I rap too. Right. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And like, you don't hear none of his music. You never, anymore. yeah, you never hear his shit. And it's not too much KRS1 either, which is, <laughs> man, documentary wise, uh, KRS1 is just sometimes like, bro, just relax. Yeah, and this is more, like you say, it's more comprehensive. It's more than just New York. It's more than just, you know what I'm saying? Right. The usual New York, LA shit. They getting, they got into Houston. They getting into Memphis. You know, saying so they talked about Atlanta. They've been and each, talking about and each episode like flows into each other. They got mm-hmm. a good, they got got a really good flow the way they flow it into each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, and sometimes I watch. There's a couple of them I've watched. And I got like man, super overhyped. Like oh shit, I remember <laughs> that shit. I remember that. Uh, like when they did tear the club up. I remember when Tear the Club Up came out, yeah. and you really, they, you really could not play that song in some clubs. Yeah, you was, that was, was like some spots, <laughs> they was like, "Hell no, you <laughs> could not play that record because they gonna tear the club." Up. <laughs> <laughs> and when they talked about Lil John and shit, like I was, I posted on Facebook about that, and uh, to this day, Lil John, Eastside Boys, it's like the hypest concert that I ever been to in my life. Man. I saw them perform, and that was the hypest shit I ever been to in my life. It felt like the whole fucking place was going. It really felt like the roof was going to come That's off. That's how that those place. shits are, though. Because I, <laughs> I saw Yin Yang Twins in Hawaii. We'll talk about it later. I saw I was in Hawaii, and I went. To, it was a Yin Yang Twins concert, 
That shit was bananas. Mm-hmm. Also, I didn't know that they both have like uh, disabilities. Okay, which was weird to see them walk in because they don't like. Until then, I just saw them in videos, and I was like, oh. But then they walked like one of them was limping and one of them was holding his arm weird, and I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's cool that you guys can do all this. And you got mm-hmm. this going on. But anyway, that shit was packed, and it was <laughs> everybody was. Ju- I mean, mm-hmm. there was no dancing. People were just jumping and screaming yeah, up yeah. and down. And I, that's like one of my fondest memories because that shit was, I mean, it was just non, they, they were on for like an hour yeah. and like it was just nonstop, nonstop. That's how Lil' Jarm was. They, they performed about an hour and it was just nothing but anthems. Yeah. It was nothing but anthems and everybody yeah. jumping and pushing and yeah. all of that yep. shit. Like they say, it was just like punk rock music. It was just a, a way for, back yeah. then that shit was just a way for you to get that energy off. And you know everybody would go home and have a good time. Sometimes somebody, sometimes people get their ass whipped. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just come with the territory. <laughs> come with the territory being in the south. Motherfuckers like to fight. At least they fist fight. They ain't shooting shit. Right. But uh, you know, somebody get their ass whipped. But you, you know, people push and you know push around and jump and scream good old, good old and yell days. and shout they click out and <laughs> all that shit. And then you go home and you feel good. You know what I'm saying? You feel good at the end of the day. And that's what that shit was about. That's what all of that shit was about. And I definitely, um, like, it's just they just cover a little bit of everything. Hip Hop Evolution covers a little bit of everything. If you haven't seen that, highly recommend it. You need to go watch that. If you're a hip hop head, you need to be watching that shit. And you will be geeked the yeah, whole time. Yeah. Like, my daughter was saying, like, Dad, why are you smiling so much? And I was like, because I lived through this, this shit. This is my shit. Like, like I lived this. This is all our shit. Man, when dude did the all about, I was talking about how he did all about the Benji's beat. Dude, I fucking flipped out. I was like, when he played the sample and mm-hmm. he was like talking about how he did it, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> that's it, that's it right there. Okay, 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 uh-huh. okay, okay. Yeah, I follow, I follow. Like, that's, yeah, there's just so many cool stories in that, and I hope they uh, uh, one day put out like you know like a. Uh, DVD or something with extras, just with extra stories and stuff like DVD. that. DVD, nobody watch DVD. Oh, well, no Blu-ray, some shit, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Ain't gonna be. What was the last time you I watched mean, a DVD? How do you get like? Uh, I mean, I got a couple still, but <laughs> I got plenty of DVDs. I don't watch them. Oh though. yeah, I don't ever watch them. I got. <laughs> I don't know. I do like my John Wick one and two do get used once in a while. My, my Maybe Blu-rays, put it on but... a, a flash drive or something. <laughs> HD flash drive. Or some but shit. I'm just saying, I know there's like you know. If you're sitting there talking to Q-Tip for like two hours interviewing, like there's stories and shit like that need to be out that hopefully they find some way to release that shit, like some kind of, you know, extra commentary on mm-hmm. something. But yeah, they, they, you got all these rappers telling stories. There's got to be some other shit in there that everybody wants to hear. Yeah, there's some, I know there's some other dope stories. It has to be, like you said, it has to be some other dope shit. Like they talked to Triple Six for a minute, yep. which was cool. I like that they talked to Three, three Six. And uh, got their story and shit because they have inspired a lot. Man, you know what I'm saying? So they inspired many. a lot of, especially they like the they like the the forefathers of the modern trap sound. Yep. For the most part, three six is like the fathers of that. Like they have if you, you heard Crunk Ain't Dead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you listen to their old, old old CDs, like the the most unknown unknowns and shit like that. Like yeah. that's the, the the basis for fucking trap music, and that yeah. was 20, 20 years ago. That was twenty years ago. They was doing that shit, like the hi hats and shit like that. Like the they was the first ones. Yeah, they was the first yep. ones doing that. They was the first ones really doing it, doing it like that, doing those basic, you know, bringing the basic shit to it, and then you With know, the high energy, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you know, it, it took off to where it is now, to to the point it is now. I just want to see, I want to see where they go next. 
now. I want to see yeah, what the next I, the next episodes are going to be now because this, this looks like sixteen of them now. Yeah, it's like I don't. About sixteen episodes. I still don't think they're close to like now though. I think they still got a long way. Mm-hmm. They got a because there's there's so much so many people they they haven't covered like you know the two thousands really like they got to really like dig into I think the the early two thousands a little more. Yeah, because they haven't talked about St. Louis at all yet. We right, haven't talked about right. St. Louis. I was gonna say shit. like, and yeah. that's coming up. You know, um, I think the twentieth anniversary of country, country grammar is coming up soon. Either it's coming or or it just passed because they just uh, I just saw like a video online. A complex did something where they was talk where, where dude was talking about it. They was talking about the song country grammar where Nelly was talking about it, and right. um, dude that produced that song said, "Man, I couldn't even sell. I couldn't sell that beat to nobody." <laughs> he said I couldn't sell that beat to anybody at first. He was like, I was trying to sell that beat for like five hundred dollars, and Nelly was the only one who liked it because wow. he was like, it was supposed to be a, a Saint Lunatic song. Nelly was saying like it was supposed to be a Saint Lunatic song at he first, just took it. and no, but they didn't like it. He oh, said it was so supposed it was just... to be a Saint Lunatic song, but he's like, <laughs> he was the only person that liked it, and everybody. And he said nobody else in the, in wow. the yeah. He's like nobody else in the group liked it. So uh, what he did, he said what he did was he just took. I guess everybody was trying to write to it, so he took everybody's paper. He was like, "Give me yours, give me yours," and then he put yeah. the shit together. Wow! <laughs> so he like he's that. like I only wrote uh, he was like I only wrote like the second verse. He said he wrote like the second verse and some of the third, and he was like the rest of that shit he just pieced together from what everybody else had wrote <laughs> and came up with the hook. And next thing you know, fucking country grammar is a <laughs> hit, huge hit, mega fucking record, and that shit goes diamond. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and the fucking album goes diamond. That's crazy. And um, what was even more bugged out was uh, he said that when he was shopping his demo, the songs on his demo were um, Ride With Me, Country Grammar, um, I think he said it was EI, and something else. <laughs> and like all those all songs, all, all those songs were hits and nobody was signing. Mega shit, hits. Yeah, <laughs> all of those songs were fucking hits and nobody was signing. That shit is crazy as hell. That's kind of wild because you think about it like these people who pass them up. <laughs> Like, how do they feel, like, you know... Some people got the, fired. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure some people got fired when them songs came out, and they found out, like, wait, dude was in here for a beat? <laughs> <laughs> like, you met that dude and didn't sign him and shit? Like, what the fuck is you on? Like, like pack he, your shit. He looks familiar. Was he in the office before? <laughs> you got to lie. Like, nah, I don't know. I ain't never seen a dude before in my life and shit. <laughs> Like, That's I'm pretty wild. sure I recognize the Band-Aid on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to come up with a lie for that shit. When you pass on somebody like that, and they, they turn around you, and fucking go diamond yeah, You deserve shit. to get fired for that yeah. shit. But just real quick about the uh, um, hip-hop evolution. Teddy Riley did look bugged out, right? Like, a little bit. He, like, something was, not, well, something was a little <laughs> off, right? I, was just, I'm not, I just want to make sure I'm not tripping. Like, I don't think he was blinking or something uh, like that. Like, it was something weird. Or, like, he looked too young or something. Or, like, his skin was too smooth or some shit. I don't know. It was Something was not right uh-huh. about Teddy Riley. But and I'm glad he exists and shit. Yeah. Like, did what he did. But something was weird about that dude. I don't know. It's like glistening and shit at, like, 53. That's know. how motherfuckers get, you know, that's, he done done a lot of partying and shit. You know, Teddy Riley's and probably done a lot of kicking it <laughs> in his in his lifetime. So you know, yeah, yeah that shit, probably. the effects of that shit have started to wear wear off or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that some was I don't know. Dude, his eyes were just too wide open for me. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but definitely uh, you need to check out uh, check that out if you haven't seen it yet. 
uh, just new. It's like four new episodes. Like I said, like we said, uh, one episode is uh, one episode of Super Producers. Another episode is about like uh, Houston and and Memphis yep. and shit like that. And then um, yeah, another episode was about mixtapes and stuff. And yeah, so definitely you want to check that. And uh, yeah, one episode. Yeah, one episode was about New Orleans, Houston, and Memphis. And then there was a super producer episode, and then one about mixtapes and shit like that. So yeah, yeah. So definitely want to check that out and get some get some hip hop knowledge, and go back if you haven't, you know, you haven't, uh, you don't know the know the, the history and shit. Get some history, or just go back down memory lane because they talk about a little bit of everything. Watch it with your kids. I watch it with my my daughter, and mm-hmm. like she she actually takes a lot from it. So because she listens to a lot of bullshit, so she <laughs> took a lot from it. Like she learned a lot, and. Um, you know, she's saying like, you know, a lot of those songs, you know, that they're playing on there. She's like, you know, a lot of people are stealing those right now. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's kind of a thing right now. They're like stealing like 90s, like samples, 90 songs and like early 2000 songs and just like sampling them and like putting a trap like mm-hmm. drum underneath it. It's kind of mm-hmm. the same thing we were doing. I mean, you have to understand that. Yeah. Uh, Seems like too soon, though. But yeah, I, guess it's, I, mean, I guess it's not really. 2020 is 20. That was 20 years ago. Right. The 90s is fucking 25, 30 years ago now. Right, so. and then we were stealing beats from like stuff from the yeah, 70s. Yeah, we were taking 60s, stuff from 70s. the 70s. Yeah, so. The same thing. It's just, I guess when you're, I get like why my parents we, would be we upset. We get old. Like, <laughs> they hear somebody like sample Stevie Wonder, like, why would they do that? Like, I don't know, it's just dope. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, now it's like, why would they sample like, you know. <laughs> why are they sampling TLC or some shit? Yeah, like. like or why are they sampling, you know, the show boys, you know what I'm saying, drag, yeah. why are they sampling bounce shit and using these old 90s joints? Right. But, but yeah. I guess it's just it's full circle, yeah. I guess. We are to, we are to the, uh, they are to the 90s what we were to the 60s and 70s, like you said. Yeah. Like, yeah. when, in the early 90s, when we were sampling, you know, jazz and shit like that, like records from the 50s and 60s and 70s, right. that's where they at right now. Right. That shit was 30 years ago. You know like what I'm saying? Like when dude sampled that, what's that dude who died? Uh, Juice World. Mm-hmm. When he sampled that. The Sting. Yeah, the Sting shit. Like, I was like, why would you sample? Like, Nas just used that. But I was like, wait, that shit was like 25 yeah. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that shit did not just happen. Yeah, it seems like it did, Nas. But that's- so I was like playing it for my kids, and they're like, Dad, how old is this shit? Like, this shit is mad old. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit is old. <laughs> Like, yeah, I just it didn't cross my mind. Yeah, was, that's you know. twenty five years ago. Twenty four. Yeah, yeah it, uh, it was written. It's ninety six. So twenty four yep. years ago. It's a long time. <laughs> and it, that's, that would be like you know back in ninety six. You know, that's, that that song wasn't that old. Back in yeah. ninety six, uh, that the Sting song was probably like ten years old. Yeah, that song was probably only like 10, 15 years old then. So that's the same thing. They probably yep. was thinking the same thing. Like, why the fuck is why the fuck are they sampling that song? That, that just came <laughs> <Right>. out. <laughs> Uh, sick to think about. Yeah, yeah, why are they sampling fucking? Uh, <laughs> why is Benjamin sampling these songs? You know, somebody sampling <laughs> these songs is only like 10, 15 years old. Like, what the right. fuck? <laughs> and we I think guess. now we at that age where we thinking like, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, you got to think about it. Like, think, put the years together first. Like, uh, yeah, 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 carry yeah. the one. <laughs> <laughs> like you right, you right, you right. Yeah, you got to pull out the, the calculator and shit. Like, damn, that really was that long ago and shit. Like Google the album, like uh, shit. <laughs> Ninety three. Yeah, he started looking up some of those samples from back then, from the nineties and shit. He'd be like, "Damn, yeah. them records weren't that old." Right. They just seemed like they were. You know what I'm saying? But that I mean, like these like kids really got an endless amount of samples if they they if they're clever. Mm-hmm. You know, they really think about it and like listen to some of this old shit. 
find out where they sampled the shit, put some trap beats over it. I mean, it's easy money. Like, That's really. kind of what Ninth Amendment on right now. Because, I mean, it, it pulls a little, you know, like, a lot of it I don't like when I hear, like, a familiar sample. I don't care for it. But I'm sure, like, there's some people, like, around our age group who are like, oh, that's just familiar to me. Like, I can get down with that. You know, I'm sure most people are like, no. But, mm. like, some of them are like, I can, that's familiar to me. I, I can rock with that. I can play that with the kids that are in, in the car. Like, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense, and it's, yeah. it's, it's smart. It's easy money. <laughs> smart. Yeah. Well, transitioning to the new shit. Uh, what new shit are you listening to these days? Man, I've been on this um, uh, Daylight and uh, Itchy Bandan. Yeah, he was telling me about that. I listened yeah. to a few songs from that. Heroes. I don't know what it is, but like, I love this fucking album. I've been listening to it like since I told you about it, mm-hmm. like nonstop. And uh, I'm not sure why. I, I mean, like. It's, I it's fuck good. with Daylight. Yeah, I like daylight, and I like I really like Ichiban's like production because it's a little, it's a little slightly trappy, but not really trappy. Mm-hmm. But like he uses a lot of 808s and shit. But he does a shitload of a shitload of sampling, which I love sampling. So like he's got some cool samples that I've never heard uh, with beats before. He's got a couple I have heard before, but um, yeah, I like the way they both rap. I love like. Yeah, it's just it's just to me it's just a good ass album. I've always said that Daylight once Daylight cuts the antics, like he's one of the best. He's a dope. He's a really really dope rapper when he's not doing like stupid shit on stage during battles, like shitting right. and doing right. all the stupid shit that he was doing during battles and stuff like that. Showing up with his face all tattered up and, and shit yeah. like that. Like when he just sticks to the bars, like Daylight is is cold as fuck. Daylight is cold as fuck. He got some great fucking wordplay. And when you, I guess he's good at rapping on beats. I wasn't sure. You know, a lot of battle rappers have been crushing that yeah, stereotype not good, that, that they can't make good songs. There's a lot of battle rappers nowadays that make good songs. Like Averb has a, had a dope album. Um, Nims, he's yeah, dope. Nims is dope. Uh, Sue Surf had a dope album last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a few. It's a few battle rappers out that that got that got some dope music out too and shit. They're not just about battling. They can rap on beats and shit too. Like Calico. Right. <clears throat> Calico has a dope album, you know what I'm saying, that came out last year. And um, Not Daylight got a, got a dope album out. And so, yeah, battle rappers are definitely slowly crushing that stereotype that <laughs> they can't make music because it's a lot of them making some good music, too, on yeah. top of being dope-ass battlers. So, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, any, um, that Kill em All I've been listening to. Kill em All. That's, um, what's his name, that French dude who raps? He used to rap with Griselda and... Um, hmm. Uh, what's his name? He's got a real weird name, and real. Uh, you know who he is. He used to rap with Griselda, then he stopped because he was. Uh, Talking about Makami? Yeah. Oh, Makami. That's so not he'll, he's got an alternate name called Kill 'Em All. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, it's the whole album called Kill 'Em All. Kill 'Em All by Kill 'Em All. Hmm. It's dope. Okay. It's, I know you heard. Have you heard his French album? Like where? He, yeah. French, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, this one is like it's a little different than the other ones. He ain't French; he's Haitian. Haitian, but I'm yeah, just he, French, they, they speak French, but yeah, yeah he's Haitian. Um, yeah, that and um, of course the Boldy James. I'm still on that Boldface. Oh, he just uh, announced a new album with uh, Alchemist. Really? Yeah, it's coming out in February. Like a it's, whole full yeah album. whole album. Just he, Alchemist just announced that like about an hour or two ago. Yeah, it's coming out February seventh. That's gonna be fire. Yeah, I love that shit. I, I love that bold face though. That shit fire. What have you been listening to? Um, uh, I've been listening. I just got that Mad Lib and Oh No, the uh, Professionals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That just came I out. I have not got through that yet. Yeah, that's pretty dope. 
Um, Alchemist just dropped uh, the Good Book Volume One and Two. Yep. And uh, that's like mostly instrumental, but it's some songs on there. It's some songs on there too, but it's mostly instrumentals and shit. Mostly like gospel type instrumentals and shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, that shit's pretty dope. I, I ain't buying it because it's like thirty dollars for an album. I everybody trying to charge thirty dollars for an album now, like a digital right. fucking download. Fuck that. I'm not paying thirty dollars for Man, a download. These kids ruining it for everybody. Yeah, they they want everything to be endless ex- money and yeah, shit. Yeah, fuck can, that. I ain't got thirty dollars to be spending on fucking downloads. <laughs> like you better send me a CD or something. Too. For <laughs> I need real, something tangible. Yeah, I need something physical. You gonna send me? You gonna charge me thirty? You gonna charge me thirty? Thirty dollars? I need something physical. I ain't, right. I ain't just gonna pay thirty dollars for a fucking download. Fuck right. that. Some compressed ass MP3s and shit. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, Big Ghost dropped something called oh, uh, yeah. Carpe oh. Noctum, which oh. is uh, like all his production, all production by Big Ghost. It's and like instrumentals, right? No, it's just raps. Oh, it's got the raps on yeah, it? I thought he was doing an instrumental thing with all the. No, Maybe this, you... is, this is all raps. This is a whole album. It's like uh, five or six people on it. Wow. It's like Estee not rapping on I it. I'm thinking about something a, else. A bunch of other people rapping on it and shit. It's dope, too. Yeah, that shit dope. And uh, yeah, I've been listening to that. And uh, what else? Uh, the Dirty Restaurant by uh, Graf and Flea Lord. Yeah. Yeah, that shit. Man, is- Flea has just been like <laughs> nonstop. Like every time I go on like Apple Music, thank God he's putting this shit on Apple Music, by the yeah. way. Every time I go on Apple Music, it's like some new Flea shit. <laughs> and like, man, he's just grinding. They, they flood the block, man. I mean, uh,. Him and Griselda, they all flooding the block. They trying to, because, you know, what's called is about to put something else out. Like, West Side Gun about to put some yep. new shit out. Pray for Paris. That Pray for Paris. Like, you just you just sent me that uh that snippet of Joyny he played on uh, on his on his Instagram. So, yeah. yeah, they just flooding everything. They they trying to capitalize on their popularity right now, because, you know, a lot of people talking about them. I saw uh, LeBron was, was, was playing some of their music on his Instagram and shit. You got, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was a... Uh, he posted on his Instagram stories uh, about a week or two ago where yeah. he was listening to uh, Benny shit. Yeah, he was nice. listening to Benny shit. And uh, you got Drake talking about him now, you know what I'm saying, on his... Um, Drake was talking about him on his Rap Radar interview, talking about Griselda and shit. So they started to get some, you know, they started to they really... People starting to know who they are. Uh, I see a lot of people on, on Facebook and shit, like, talking about him now, that people that wasn't talking about him about a year or two ago. Man, really wasn't on it. Do you man. remember all the times we used to say shit about him? <laughs> right, and people would be like, "I'm not into that shit." Yeah, right, like that shit's too like <laughs> that's just too too raw, too like hard, mm-hmm. like whatever. And like now, now on it. yeah, that shit is gar. That that's irritating. <laughs> like that shit was hot from the beginning. Yeah, like the very the older shit was more it. hotter than the shit now. Like right. how are you like just now like. Oh, I'm jumping on the bandwagon, like because now they fire. got Jay Z and Drake and, and right. LeBron talking about it, and now it's fire. Now it's, now it's okay. Yeah, now, now it's, okay it's dope. Listen. Yeah, now it's dope. But now you, you we want to wait two years of us talking <laughs> about this shit and making gun sounds all the time. <laughs> now you care about it because because LeBron been bars for years. Yeah, now but... LeBron, now I've been posting this shit. I've been posting this shit for at least two years, two or three. Because like, I, I first heard yeah. about that when uh, Fly Guy, Fly Guy is almost four years old now. Yeah. And when are they going to re-release? I know they got sample issues, mm-hmm. but man, I wish I had a like a copy of that shit, like a real copy, like a physical copy. Yeah, I okay. wish I had a oh, man. They were selling them at shows too. I remember when I went and saw uh, when I went and saw Benny a couple years ago. They were selling it there. Damn. They were selling it. I didn't even think about it. I think they were selling them when we went and saw. 
They probably were. Like, I just I didn't like it. Never like crossed my mind. Like, cause I have it the you, MP3s, but I was like, I would really like to have that CD. You know what's funny is when we first saw them, they had so much fucking merch that day. Remember that? Man, yeah. They had a whole fucking table, table of merch. merch. Yep. And now you can barely you can't get that shit nope. now. You can't. Now, that shit sells out instantly as soon yep. as they put it up. As soon as they put it online, that shit sells instantly. But when we went and saw them like two, three years ago, that was like three years ago. Yeah, they had plenty they of shit. They had a like, whole fucking table full of merch. And like colors. a lot of people, I remember you saying like people in the audience were waiting to see. Um, the locks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and we left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, we, 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 the ones, we the one of the few people who was like, we don't want to see locks. We came to see Griselda yeah. and shit. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> locks. What? <laughs> So now they touring by themselves. They they to a point where they uh get rid. They want to tour by themselves. They, they got a show on uh, February twenty eighth in Chicago. Is it Griselda or yeah? Is it's it? just Griselda. It's just Griselda now. So uh, yeah, probably go. I probably end up going. Um, yeah, uh, my, my guy Shaq. He talking about that. yeah. Me and Shaq talking about going. So we probably go down there, mob down there and shit. See what's up with that. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I definitely have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that first one was man. Yeah, and it's gonna be everything. And then you know we missed them for the. Uh, I don't think you went, you didn't go to the Freddie Gibbs show with us. No, I didn't go to Freddie Gibbs. So right. yeah, that was shit was fucked up because of the the whole early start time. So we missed right. like most of Benny and Conway set. But this one will just be all Benny Conway and Westside. So you know what I'm saying it's gonna be crazy. I'm just interested to see the 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 new dynamic because like when we saw them, well, like when we saw them that first time, like like Benny went first. He didn't really have a big crowd. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't. He didn't have nothing out. Right. He just had like 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 one or two like two mixtapes. I think. Mm-hmm. Like nothing really like substantial. But now he's like kind of rose up above everybody. Mm-hmm. So I want to see how like that dynamic changed. Because I remember when fucking Conway came out when they did um what song did they do? Uh, West Side Gun was doing um that one song. Did oh. he do uh, dunks? Was it, was yeah, it they, dunks were dunks. Yeah, they were doing yeah, dunks. They were doing dunks. And then Conway came out and the crowd went fucking nuts. Uh-huh. Like, I just want to see how they are with yeah, him man. now. Like, they're going to be like, oh, shit. It's Benny. Fuck. Yeah, I like, think it's going to be got like some that. Fire albums out now. Because like. Benny is like the man now. And, right. You know, Conway, he still got shit out. He still put out some dope shit. Right. But Benny is, the Tanda Talk 3 is kind of the project that put them in everybody's eyes and shit. That's right. like the project that everybody caught on. Like, oh, these motherfuckers is really dope. Yeah, I want to see him and Benny just. Conway and Benny do an album together. Just I think they're talking to, about that. Just going back and forth though, like that one song. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Uh, on Conway's album, they did that that live thing on that uh, YouTube for it. Oh uh, uh, shit! It's got a weird name, like something's back. So, uh, oh, Tito's back. Tito's back. Okay. Like they do some shit like that, a whole album. Because mm-hmm. that Tito's back is just flame from beginning to end. Like I want to see that shit. Like that's what I want to see in the album. Yeah, and I, I was always saying on uh, online before that uh, Griselda is winning because they they don't they they know what their formula is and they just stick to it. Right. You know, they 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 stick to their formula while everybody else in New York is like on some want to be trap shit or they want to be like on some drill shit or whatever. Like they stick to like New York music. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even though they're from upstate New York, they make like New York City type music. They make that gritty ass shit. You know what I'm saying? With the samples and, and all of that. And you know what I'm saying? It's just raw ass New York Timberlands and fucking hoodies music and shit that New York is known for. You know what I'm saying? They make the type of music that New York is known for and they stick to that. And they don't always make it. They don't even give a fuck about mm. the whole Eminem deal. Yeah. <laughs> like they're making so much money off merch and shit. Everything like they yeah. sell sells out. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. You can't buy shit. Yeah. Like any like. You can't buy any of those Japanese fucking vinyls. You cannot buy shit unless they like have a sale 
like out of nowhere and that shit is like done like as soon as it opens it's done mm-hmm. like you can't buy anything yep. like if you go to their website is everything is sold out like every single thing is sold out except for some of those weird wrestling shirts but everything <laughs> is sold out on mm-hmm. the website mm-hmm. so you can't i mean i mean they just know they just have a good recipe like yeah like like they were talking about back in the day like how you know with the mixtapes 50 had this recipe like you know even though he had a you know he had an album out with him same thing still put out a mixtape mixtape a week later <laughs> yep just fucking just uh put his shit out and still made made money mm-hmm. like he made money off mm-hmm. of it because he was touring off of that shit yeah just not for 50 was first coming here he was touring off a of mixtape yeah and they like, were he didn't putting, even have his album out yet and they were put like he was saying like some of the songs on the mixtapes were on the radio mm-hmm. you know and i think they they just found their like lane like that where you know they know like these you know they got like a lot of fans with like endless supplies of money who just buy everything that comes out mm-hmm. and they, they love the music so yeah they got a pretty rabbit fan base so yeah, like you said, they know that everything that they put out, every time they put something out, it's going to sell out. No so, matter what they're charging for it. You right. know what I'm saying? They're charging $50, $50, $60 for some shit, and it's, it's still selling out. They could charge, they could charge 100 right. for some shit. They're still, still selling sell out. out. That's why I don't think they'll change their formula, mm-hmm. uh, even with all this you know, extra fame and like being under J. And like, you know, you know, obviously, the M thing didn't phase them at all. Mm-hmm. So like, that's why I don't think they'll, they will change their formula and they'll remain the same. Um, and keep doing the same shit because that's what mm-hmm. I mean that video for um, uh, Chef Dreads yeah or Dr. Birds well, Dr. Video Birds, Dr. Dr. Birds. Birds that was a little over the top but and they had you know <laughs> they got a little money so they can afford shit like that yeah Hype Williams with the video and shit yeah but I to me I felt like okay if I was them who would you call for a video who would you go back to I would go back to the '90s and I would call somebody famous. I would go. I would call Hype Williams. Mm-hmm. Like you want that belly effect. Like you want that shit. Like that's what you. That's that's them. I like, think they should have done. If they would have done a belly type video, that would have been cold. Man, that would have been cold. They should have yeah. done that. <laughs> yeah. They should have done that. But that. I mean, like the video is. It's okay. It's 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 not the greatest. It's okay. But like I see where they're going with it. But like it's mostly like a you know they just dropped some cash and like did something cool, mm-hmm. but. Like I, I see where their like their head is at. Like they just want to stay in this lane, and they're not, you know, they're not gonna go outside this lane. I don't think because it would just be stupid. It'd yeah. just be a loss of money. They gonna lose. They would lose a lot of people if they started like trying to switch it up at this point. Yeah. They Even can. though they get more popular and shit, like you got to stick with the, with what works. You know what I'm saying? That's where where people lose. They start losing their fan base, and that's where you start start falling off. Is when you start trying to switch up shit. And start changing from where you at. I mean, I don't care about them being more popular. I just care about, like, as long as they stick to what I liked about Gazelda and shit. Right. Then I'm going to keep fucking with them. But, you know, once they start switching up and start trying to do R&B shit or anything like that, then no, I, I don't see that happening. I don't see yeah. that really happening with them because they just seem like this is what they like to do. Uh, Westside seem like that's this is what I'm doing. And, you know, we're going to keep doing this shit. We're going to keep smacking y'all in the head with... All of this raw ass street shit, and y'all just gonna have to deal with it. And I mean, it's like, working. They, I'm sure they've seen it a hundred times. Like, see it with Nas, like, you know, just picking garbage beats and trying to be like more pop and trying to like do this and do that. And it just crashes and like not, you know, I'm sure they see shit like that. They I see, think more people see start Kanye's to- and, you know, the, you know, even Jay to some extent, like they, you know, they, they see people try and switch lanes and it doesn't really work. So, right. Yeah, you gotta stick to the formula, man. Stick to the formula; it's working. I yeah. think more people are gonna try to uh, 
go their way and try to do what they doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're gonna see more. I think you go next in this next year. You're gonna see more motherfuckers trying to rap to loops without drums and shit like that. Yep. And do more street shit and uh and try to go their way because that's kind of what's popping right now. Probably try to do merch and shit like that. Like, cause like that's what's popping and and they they got their own movement. They got their own fan base doing that doing it that way. And yep. I think you're gonna see other people try to do the same thing because that's how the shit. That's how the game normally go anyway. You know what I'm saying, motherfuckers see somebody else doing something successful, they start to start to try try to ride that wave. So yep, exactly. But I'm still fucking with them as long as they let's say as long as they they stick to the, the plan and stick to the format and Benny yep. and, and Conway and them keep dropping bars and keep keep rapping the way that they do. I'm fucking with it. Exactly. I'm, they, I thought the shady deal might affect them a little bit, but like you said, it really didn't affect their sound none. You know what I'm saying? They still kept the same sound. Yeah. Even though they had Eminem on the album, they had 50 Cent on the album, they didn't really detract from it. I mean, they threw yeah. 50 on it. I mean, they threw Eminem in at the end, so it really didn't matter to me. And I mean, they couldn't use samples, so mm-hmm. that was it was kind of cool the way they did that. They could have, um, but they just didn't want to deal with the well, whole shit. I mean, why why bother mm-hmm. if you can like... They wanted to get it out fast. Right, you you want to get make, the album out on You can make mixtapes and just make as much money... So and not worry about samples mm-hmm. and like, but you got you put an album out on actual like label, right? That's too much. That's just you fight sample clearances, yeah. Because yeah. it took Bandana money. a year, yeah, to get all them samples clear. To so get everything clear for the album, it took about a year. So. And Madlib is like straight up samples, like <laughs> nothing else. And so. Derringer is probably the same way. You know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. want to deal with. You don't want to put all these samples on the album. And then be worried about getting this shit cleared fucking, right. you know what I'm saying, for six months. And the shit don't come out till summer when it was done in right. December. Right. <laughs> it's just silly. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I just hope they keep putting out mixtapes, keep pumping stuff out, you know, stay the way they are. I think they'll be, they'll, they'll be straight. Okay. I think so, too. Yeah, I think so, too. But, uh, yeah, this has uh, been a pretty good episode. We close to a damn near hour and a half. I don't think we're going to be talking this long. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a lot. Of, it was a lot that's been going on the past couple of weeks and shit. Uh, a lot of good music, a lot of good TV shows, and um, yeah, we just keep trying to talk about it all. We try to cover as much as possible and have a good time while doing it. And I uh, hope y'all been listening. I mean, we've been getting a lot of good listeners and shit. Shout out to everybody that's been listening, that's been telling me they've been listening, been checking it out. Uh, like, like always, my guy Shaq, uh, my guys D, uh, FC. Um, Tone anybody, anybody that's listening Everybody that's out there That's listening that's, That check me out Alicia who be listening uh, Shout out to Alicia From uh, Milwaukee Who be listening uh, Everybody who be checking it out And uh, let me know How they What they think about the shows And stuff uh, Like always You can catch yeah. me On uh, social media uh, DJ Contact Or whatever You can catch me on uh, Instagram And Twitter And shit like that uh, Jank is not on social media Because <laughs> he is trying to Avoid stalkers and shit <laughs> he, he ain't trying to have No Joe looking for him And shit <laughs> like have some girl with a hat on, right, like walk right, right past right, her. Right. Like, hmm, yeah, I, I need to probably do a little bit less uh, social media <laughs> stuff, but somebody got to blast these episodes out. So, yeah. I think I'm, I might, I might get back involved a little bit soon. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't, I mean, it don't matter. I mean, we just gonna keep it rocking the way we've been yeah. rocking, and this. This shit works for me. We doing this just for the love, and then if we're turning into something, we're turning into something. We ain't, we ain't gonna change our formula. We like Griselda, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're gonna keep giving you the same <laughs> formula, R- regardless. We're not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna get popular and start wearing uh, mink shits. To, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're not gonna get start wearing mink and minks and chains and shit. We be sitting in here just drinking whiskey and talking <laughs> shit. 
And uh, yeah, we just keep it raw for y'all, keep it real for y'all, and just talk about like all of the shit that ain't nobody else talking about. Because you know, everybody else want to talk about you know Tyler Perry and all that bullshit. <laughs> I ain't never watched no Tyler Perry movie. You can't. You got to pay me to watch some Tyler Man. Perry shit to even I, talk about that. And I ain't even gonna get the, into that. The picture of those wigs. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> That's just terrible. Should be man. I'm not even fuck talking that. About yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Is stop it. All right, all right. We're gonna talk about like the good shit that we like. You know, what I'm saying for the, this is this show is for the people who you know like the good shit, who like dope shit. So we we bring it for that. And uh, yeah, just keep tuning in, keep listening to us, keep sharing it with your friends, and passing the word, and we can get the shit built up and. Two years from now, who knows what we'll be? So in mix, <laughs> <laughs> drinking all the kinds, you drinking all the fancy whiskeys and shit. <laughs> like I spent four hundred dollars on whiskey, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, and doing shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we'd be on a, 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 a IMAX and shit. Maybe we're doing, <laughs> doing that in a couple of years. But who knows, man? We it, it go, it's gonna go where it go. And um, we just having fun with this shit right now. And uh, just keep doing it, you know what I'm saying? We just keep doing it, keep having fun, keep talking and shit, and uh, keep putting y'all on to this real shit, man, so y'all know what to, what to be informed and to be tuned in. If you tune into this, then you're going to be tuned into the real shit, so. Word. You're going to be tuned in all that dope shit, so just keep listening, and uh, we will check y'all in a couple weeks or so. Word. Yeah, all right, peace. Peace. <laughs>